You're listening to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. This is what the show's about, Nick. Did we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. What are the topics, Mike? What are the topics? This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah, boy. Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. From Muscatine to the Silver Street. Wait, it's a podcast? From Muscatine, Iowa to your AirPods? Here's Mike. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out to my unpaid announcer, Tony Tone Logan's Hole. I have some updates for you about my album and from my book. I submitted photos to the publisher this past week, and I posted the ones that they accepted on Patreon. That's exciting for me. I know it's not huge news, but that's the news with the book. The manuscript is due November 1st. So that's exciting for me. For the album, I posted also on the Patreon. I mocked up the way that I want the album to look. A lot of you were excited about it. I got great feedback from from both from you guys on the Patreon and from the record label. I asked my buddy Jake Lloyd to make the design. And this week, today actually, that I'm recording this, I took photos for the cover and... Ryan from A Special Thing, that's the record label, said that he'd have the final mix to me this week. So I'm, I have hopes that I'll have something for you real soon for that album number two. And when that comes out, the YouTube special follows. So I should have a few things coming your way that I am excited to show you. Okay. The panel this week was also great. Suba Garwal was here. First time, long time. She has a new album dropping today. It's called Dog Show. She's hilarious. You know her from Westworld, from A Little Late with Lily Singh, and from The Jim Jeffrey Show. I will tag her on my social media, or you can check out how to spell her name if you have trouble in the show description. Ricky Carmona is back. You know him from Tosh.0 and from Mystery Science Theater 3000, the new version. He was the minister of my wedding. There is a framed photo of him in my home. Nate Craig is back. If you are in Windsor, Minneapolis, Des Moines, Grand Rapids, Chicago, Peoria, Madison, he's coming to your city with Bill Burr. I think that he's probably opening for Bill. He's also coming to Seattle, Portland, Detroit, Grand Rapids. But it's not like he needs my help with any of those. The motherfucker is playing the United Center. But go to NateCraig.com to see dates. He also has a new special dropping soon. That looks fucking incredible. NateCraig.com. Follow him. And Sean Green is back. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast for all of your sports and gambling needs. And if you don't already, please click follow. When you get there, if you're brand new, welcome. When I get you there, go ahead and click follow. And you know how I've been saying, smash those stars, give me a review. This week, Porterman20 said, this is one of my favorite pods. Always a great lineup of comics. And Mike is an outstanding host, guaranteed laughs. And Jay Lawhorn wrote, Mike is a national treasure. Thank you to both of you. I have an absurdly low number of reviews 
almost none of you have done it. <laughs> so if you have time, click those stars. Give me a five-star review. I beg of you. I don't know what it does. No one has fully explained it. Most, like most things in my life, nobody has fully explained to me what the fuck this does. But just for vanity's sake, could you do it? Could you write, I like it, or something? Jesus Christ, almost none of you have done it. Without further ado, here are Super Ricky, Nate, and Sean. Check, check, check. Yo, hey, what's happening? Pretty good. Let me hear Ricky. Hey. There you go. You can go. Ricky. (laughs) (laughs) I'll start with this question just because I don't know if this is in just in the UK, but this was in Vice. They said that booze isn't cool for uh, Gen Z, that they don't think it's cool anymore. Like... Uh, ketamine, weed, and mushrooms are still very cool, <laughs> but like they, there's no more rap songs or like pop songs about getting fucked up. Like when, like when Gen X and millennials were growing up, everything was like every rock star was taking pulls off of like Jack bottles. Do you guys, yeah. uh, feel like, do you know any younger people? Like, how do you feel about <laughs> how no one's getting shit faced anymore or is it not cool anymore? I refuse to meet young people, but I do think that they think booze isn't cool anymore. It's like booze is kind of like, it's what your parents did. They they like drink a lot. And yeah. now, yeah, these kids now, like they got shit yeah, I mean, we they haven't got their... heard of. Like, like, I mean, I've heard of ketamine, but I don't know. I don't exactly even know what it what... is. It's an anest- yeah, like... like an anesthetic or something. It's like a, oh, I thought it was like a horse thing. Yeah. Like, like a horse tranquilizer. But exactly. I mean, like you don't, I mean, maybe in high school, but you don't drink because it's like, oh, it's cool. You drink because you hate your job and you're stuck in a marriage and uh, a mortgage. <laughs> like, you don't, that's not what alcohol is. Yeah. 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 It's I'm unemployed. Fuck everything. Yes. <laughs> It is. It's just one more troubling news about kids these days. You know, they're not. Getting, uh, they're not getting a case of. They're not getting a case of bush ice and hanging out in the woods, uh, drinking oh. them and a couple of their buddies. Bush yeah, ice no. and like the peppermint like thing that, that you would. Oh, that was that was like the starter kit in Iowa. Man, that was disgusting. <laughs> I- you know, Hang out in the woods and get drunk. Yeah, no, I have like a vape pen. The idea of like malt liquor isn't as exciting, I would imagine. Yeah, we didn't have like robot drugs and totally synthetics <laughs> and shit. Well, one of the things that they said was one, it's too expensive. It's like if you buy a round, mm. it's like forty dollars, and they're okay. like, and they're like, okay. I don't make any money. Two, can't have a hangover. They have thirty-five side hustles, so like. Tomorrow I have to like walk, go walk dogs. I have to go drive an Uber or like all these side hustles. How the fuck mm-hmm. can I be hungover? And then when we like, I can only speak for me. Uh, Ricky's about my age. We didn't have you? social media to like, if I barked in a book, if I threw up in a bush, you couldn't like put it on the fucking internet in like perpetuities. And now like people, uh, I don't know. Like you can ruin someone's life now, I guess. But uh, yeah, that those are For some sure. of the reasons. There's, there's, no, I, I, I agree. I feel like there's like there's a level of like accountability that can happen now with people being caught on camera. Yeah, that just wasn't there before. So it's like but... I mean, I, I mean, I remember like 
when like people first started like taking pictures and I was like smoking weed and if I had like weed on me and somebody took a picture of me I'd be like hey 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 yeah, no, yeah. no 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 delete please for delete. sure but like also I just like those aren't party drugs like other than like when you mix cough syrup with booze but there's still booze in it like you can't do special K and be like I'm gonna fucking party all night it's like no you're gonna slowly sink into your couch <laughs> while you watch your super ego die like that's not a party drug nate if you can if you weren't at the beginning of this uh gen z's not drinking booze anymore it's not cool anymore it's not cool yeah <laughs> whoa <laughs> i got nothing left i got no moves <laughs> you got yeah, how, do you, how do you talk to girls in high school if you don't drink i <laughs> dog you, like, better, you better have lots of adderall <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's I, not cool, huh? They well, said that. I mean, well, they said that like on Euphoria, which is like a show that the kids watch. If they are drinking, it's like, uh, it's it's like a sign that you're supposed to know that something's very troubled with the kid. Like, um, there's no. They said that there's no songs or pop culture references to that glorify drinking. Like, but I don't really know. Like, the thing that I was gonna ask also is like, what glorified alcohol? to us like i don't like doc we've moved on to promethazine um <laughs> i would say like i mean and i think nate would know what i'm talking about sean super i i don't know you fine so i can't i, I don't want to include you in this but like as far as hip-hop goes i mean the alcoholics yes yeah. there's one the alcoholics i was just like whoa there it is gin and Little juice 40s. yeah gin i remember juice. there was a there was a little Saint Ides. sorry 40s oh no no Shots. Shot, 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 shot. Everybody. Yeah. I remember there was a rapper, a little white, who um, pro- no one's probably heard of him, but he's yeah. a politician now. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a little white. <laughs> he's running for governor. Um, he, was he was the last president of the United States. Yeah. Ah, he was Carlton from the Fresh Prince. <laughs> he, he had a song called. It, the the chorus was uh, makers, markers, cranberry vodkas. I'm getting fucked up, man. I'm getting fucked up, and that was like the majority of the song. And when we were in our early twenties, we would just blast that. Uh, I can't believe he didn't make out. it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the exhibit song? I'm drinking while I'm taking a pit. <laughs> I'm gonna do, and he spells it white. W Y T E. I'm gonna do a quick Google search and make sure he's alive. <laughs> I want a proof of life for a little white. <laughs> man I, you know what i i um i don't believe this this sounds like leftist propaganda this is <laughs> vice news in the uk of all places the uk which is like so much like the pub culture there you would think like mm. well if yeah. young people aren't drinking who the hell is drinking these hard seltzers because i feel like <laughs> that is a very young person thing that like i don't understand but i just assume it's the young folks uh you know tearing into the hard seltzers making mistakes it's just it's i would also assume it's the young folks folks going to puke fest that are drinking the hard seltzers um so we don't believe it is what we're saying we we're saying we'll see it like uh, i don't buy it at all i don't either i don't either there's no way booze has been it's like saying prostitution is going away like right. these are yeah. as old as time yeah <laughs> i don't i don't buy it unless we've unless apple has updated our our uh 
human bodies. <laughs> We're going to be drinking. Okay. Uh, Rolling Stone ranked the top 50 shows of all time. I don't know if you saw this. I wanted to go over the list with you just to see in case you hated it. But just uh, give me some guesses. I want to hear some guesses. I want to hear some like what you think is in the top 10. Let's, uh, go, let's, let's do the obvious ones first. Sopranos. <laughs> Sopranos is one. Nice. The Breaking. Wire. The Wire yeah. is four. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is three. Simpsons. Simpsons is two. Mm. You guys the top four? Look at you guys. <laughs> you will never guess number five in a million years. Cheers. But, Cheers is number cheers. eight. Wow. You guys are crushing number five. This. Night Court. <laughs> <laughs> ba bum bum. <laughs> Everybody loves Raymond. No, although... My 500-pound life. <laughs> you would think? <laughs> just... wow. Is it the Cosby Show? They, they oh, didn't make yeah. the list. They, wow. they they took that one right out. Well, wow. wow, why would they not want to include Cosby? <laughs> I mean, was it a good show? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Of course what it about, was. What it about was a... all the other non... Uh, you know, horrible people that were on that good show. Right, exactly. There's at least five uh-huh. decent people on that show. <laughs> number two, you haven't got, wait, what did you say number two? I forget. That was The Simpsons, The yeah. Simpsons, yes, okay. Yeah. Five, Fleabag. Oh, I mean, that is a good wow. show. But it's like three seasons. Yeah, yeah I don't That's know if it's like. recency bias there. Yeah, I don't know if it's iconic, but it is like really good. Of all time. Better than number six, Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, the Jerry Seinfeld Chronicles. Show. Number seven, Mad Men. See, I wanted to say Mad Men, but I didn't because I don't like. I was like, is that show too soon? Is it like? Is it? A, is it? This whole yeah, I don't like this list. Number nine. Do is they it, have um, go ahead. Jamie Fox show or Martin or any of the like iconic nineties? Thank you. I mean, do they have? I New York Undercover. Living Colors not on there. Um, really? Number nine is Atlanta. That's not an iconic '90s, but it's there's. Uh, I mean, people it of is color. good though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that it's, episode it... with um, where they go to that house of a former singer, like. Yeah. That's. Is this in the latest season? Because I'm behind. I've only seen the first. Oh, two. I think it's season two. I'm way. Okay. talking about the one where Donald or where Donald Glover is like the the white guy, the really creepy one. Oh yeah. Where Keith okay. Stanfield goes to get a piano from yeah. a house. Yeah. It's one of yeah. the best yes. episodes of TV I've ever seen. <laughs> that shit is terrifying. And number ten, Mary Tyler Moore, one of the oldest uh, ones on here that was even before. Like, but like, I love Lucy. Honeymooners. I guess I don't oh, know yeah. if any of these like stand up, but uh, well, also, I love Lucy. You, I love Lucy. Yeah. I would say I love Lucy. Still, some of those would hold up pretty well. That movie. But, like, pretty how good do you compare too. I love Lucy to Fleabag? Like, it's I don't like, know. It feels yeah. like it's completely different. I think yeah. if you were if you were judging them um, objectively, uh, it'd be hard. It'd be it'd be hard to. I mean, Fleabag was an, a beautifully written show, very wonderfully acted, kind of you know, different, unique in a day where it's so, so hard to be unique and everything's been done before, but I Love Lucy murdered yeah. in front of live audiences yeah. for, I don't know how many seasons, what? Yeah. Nine seasons? And those, seasons? And those were like and those were like 20 episode seasons as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they you like know? changed the world. Yeah. 
They changed yeah. the format. I Love Lucy, like, introduced just, like, different, like, camera angle formats, you know? like. Mm. Isn't it wild that people in their 30s and 40s know about the world before they were alive and that uh, they're not expected to know that uh, <laughs> at any other age? Anyway. I'm like, go ahead. The world is ending. We fucked it all up. <laughs> Just watch TikTok. It's fine. Yeah. That's a fair point. Fair point. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm looking for a TikTok show is on that list. Oh, God. Oh, God. Don't. <laughs> I can't. I feel like SNL's too low. If you're going to put comedies on there, like, didn't that kind of change uh, our entire culture in a way, or no? I mean, yeah, back in the day. I should have written it down, but... Uh... Absol- I mean, SNL has to deal with something that, that a lot of those shows, if not all those shows, didn't have to deal with, which is changing, you know, the way tastes changed over decades. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And also entire how many new casts yeah right, right. yeah 30 20 yeah. 30 40 yeah it's been a live show for almost 50 years it's again it's kind of like a different thing yeah but yeah how is it how is saturday night live up there uh, do they hate like pete davidson or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not cool it's not cool to say that it's good anymore you know what i mean yeah. like yeah but like if you judge it as an entire show how would you not put it up there in like the top 10 right yeah because there's Fleabag. <laughs> I mean, so Fleabag is better than Saturday Fleabag's Night better than The Tonight Show, The Today wow. Show, uh, 60 wow. Minutes. Oh, wow. All of these shows that I can name. It's number five all time. I mean, if you were if you were uh, judging based on impact, I was this. what made me think of this is it's such a, it's just a, a heavy American heavy show, or list, I mean. Yeah, um, yeah. Wouldn't you have to put like the original office up there? It is. Uh-huh. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's not as high as the American office, but it is. I, I saw it on the list somewhere. Somewhere there. All right. Speaking of shows that should have been on the list or could have been on the list. Trevor Noah leaving the Daily Show. How'd he do? Seven years. How'd he do? What'd you guys That's think? so great. Which, okay, this is like such a side note and like a conspiracy theory, but I'm like, this is what happens when you date like really beautiful women. Cause like he got with Dua Lipa and then left the Daily Show and Pete Davidson got with Kim Kardashian and left SNL. I'm like, this shit is bad for your health. Oh. Like, <laughs> Dude, it's just, it's just that those are, those are better shows than SNL and <laughs> the Daily Show. The Dua Lipa and Kim Kardashian shows are more lucrative. I did a show with Pete Davidson at like MI's West Side Comedy Theater like nine years ago. And when we were in the green room, I didn't think, man, I bet he can like date anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it never crossed my mind when he was there. Well, uh, 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 <laughs> so he, he's leaving the show to focus on Dua Lipa. I mean, I understand that. <laughs> if you're dating Dua Lipa, you're like, fuck. Working. I need to just yes. get my body right. right. I need 12 hours of sleep so I can fuck for right. I got to stay hydrated. Right. If you, if you don't want to see me dancing with somebody, quit SNL immediately. <laughs> what, uh, what white guy do you think they're going to have replace him? Hmm. Oh, I like. Oh God, I hope it's Roy Wood Jr. I know he's not a white guy, but I'm like, if they've had like a thing for Jordan Klepper forever, so like, oh, I feel God. I know, but but like Roy Wood Jr. is so perfect and like, he's yeah, so yeah, yeah, 
I know. Yeah. So I mean, like, if he wants it, I hope he get he hope I hope he gets it. But like, I don't know. Comedy Central's made a lot of weird decisions over they, the years. They should, they should just use the time slot to come up with like a new show. <laughs> um, I know it sounds crazy, but like, I you know, I never again. I wasn't like a diehard Trevor Noah fan or whatever. It just felt like. John Stewart really made the Daily Show his show. Ah, just- I think that you mean Craig Kilborn. Oh yeah, Craig Kilborn. <laughs> but he, you know, Daily when John Stewart took over, he made it his show. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why it's not to me such a franchise that you have to put someone else in the seat. Just come up, find someone you want to do it. Isn't uh, it though? Kind of a big franchise yeah. though. Like I kind of, I kind of, I kind of got to disagree with you there, Sean. I think it's made itself a brand that. And it's dipped in popularity recently, but that's also as we've made the shift to, you know, consuming all our shows in clips, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And also had to go through the pandemic when nobody wanted to watch somebody alone at a desk in a room by themselves. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, but it does serve a great purpose. Like political satire is, I mean, I think it's, I like political satire. I think that some that show should somebody they could they could find somebody as good or better than John Stewart to do that show. Sure. He could have stumbled into that because he I mean, when I was growing up, I remember he had a show on MTV called The John Stewart Show. He was just like this wacky um kind of eighties comic, just like everybody else that you would see on TV. And then they gave him the daily show and nine eleven happened. And so he kind of rose to the moment in a way that, like, I guess... Yeah, he... no, there's a good chance we need that show again. Is that really what happened with Jon Stewart? Like, he took over right as that happened? He was right around, like, right as... Uh, I want to say, like, he was right around 2000, because they did Indecision 2000 right, and right. stuff. There was a couple of white hosts back in the day after 9-11 who gave us permission to laugh again. David Letterman. And he was one of them. <laughs> He was the one who came back on TV, held back tears, and said, it's okay for us to laugh again. And we were all like, it is okay. It is okay. What a weird time in our lives that was. Can we still be funny? For for that whole time, that whole George W. Bush election-stealing Iraq war period, Doug, Daily Show, in my opinion, I had to watch the Daily Show. It was it was great television. He's the most trusted they, man in America. They crushed it, and I mean, Colbert was still over there. Like mm. Steve uh, Carell, Carell was still over there. It was that was really good television, and yeah. they they could do it again. I don't I don't uh, I don't you know I don't think uh, Al Trevor, Madrigal. Yep, I don't think Trevor Noah really got there, but I did see some I did see some great stuff. Um, I think he got better as as he went in his time. I I like this Daily Show though. I like I don't know. I like Trevor. I love all the correspondents. Like I don't know. I like him. I who's there that I, we know? Who's I, there? I also I also uh, didn't. I'm not. I'm like I didn't grow up watching the Daily Show as much. Does that make sense? Like yeah, I came yeah. into it later. Yeah. So I'm not. I don't have that. Like oh, this is how it should be. If that makes sense. Right. Uh, uh, Costa's so. hilarious. Costa's hilarious. Oh. What? Wood's hilarious, and Costa and Wood kind of have a good yeah. back and forth in a way that's like I, I wish they would make more with them two on on set together. 
because mm-hmm. it's really, really funny and, you know, the obvious. Roy Wood is an underrated comedian, I think, but... Uh... He should totally yes. host the show. I never watched The Daily Show. I didn't watch it with Kilborn. didn't watch it with Stuart, was interested when Trevor Noah took over, but was like, mm, I don't know if I kind of want to watch this guy learn how to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The show into Most his the thing. Show. I didn't think yeah. he was bad at it, but I felt like it was kind of obvious. He had like, an impossible task to make this yeah. his own thing. But as soon as you said Roy Wood Jr., I was like, I would watch that show in a heartbeat. He's so fucking funny. Do you know who yeah. Jake yeah. Kroger yeah. thought said should host it on um, the Comedy Bureau? Cameron Esposito. Mm. <laughs> what was See, the knock on? What was the knock? Sorry, what was the knock on Trevor Noah that he was a little <laughs> that the the jokes were a little toothless? Is that what it was? That's I've heard people say that. Um, I've heard people say that, yeah. It, because, it seemed like it was always like a work in progress. My wife like didn't like when he would do a black accent because she didn't think that he had earned the right. Who oh. said that? My wife. <laughs> sorry, not black enough. Yeah, she didn't <laughs> think he was black enough. She's black, <laughs> Suba, sorry. Uh, no, I she's know. a white lady who has opinions. Can you imagine? <laughs> my wife also said he didn't earn it. <laughs> <laughs> she also bought his book so it's it's okay i don't i'll take okay. that right out don't worry um, <laughs> he had like trump and the pandemic i guess so he kind of could have risen to the moment i don't know if he did or not it was one of the he he was there also at a time where i was like i'm gonna cut the cord and they're doing it from home this is weird to do a monologue and not right, do it and yeah. was trump was that an advantage or a disadvantage because everybody was just doing the same accent yeah I, mean, I don't know if the, it, Trump was bad for comedy. Oh, one hundred percent. If the country was ready to check into what a South African thought about what the problems were in America, the, like, the left mm. definitely was. I mean, <laughs> like everybody that you know in my Twitter sphere was down with. That. I think Ricky yeah. has a good point though, because like when John Oliver, who's British, and Trevor, and then like Corden or somebody like. Whenever it wouldn't be just like a fucking raised in America person, people would be like, oh, your country's perfect. Like, I would hear people yeah. say that. Yeah, there's like a bit of a, like, a, oh, oh, you're going to tell us what we should be doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel yeah. like that 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 qualifies for me because I like, yeah, it's like I can talk shit on the country because I grew up with it. I lived it. You know what I mean? Like, if, if you know, I, I can talk shit on my brother, but if someone else, yeah. like, hang out with mm-hmm. Talk shit yeah, about but, I'm like, you know, you're not in the thing yet. He did a I black act. He did a black accent. And Victoria wasn't into it. I know. I thing. get it. I, I get it. And I would push back uh, with the same reason why I would say, uh, Mike, your wife is wrong because, <laughs> um, because I I took it to be that he maybe had perspective that we didn't, but uh, that might be a mistake on my part. I just felt like he had dealt with, from what I know about his life, dealt with uh, significant. Culture. I mean, I apartheid. Yeah. Do they have racism in South? South? <laughs> I I heard. No, There's yeah, something I mean, called no. You you thought you did, but you remembered it wrong. It's called the Mandela effect. It has nothing to do with <laughs> South Africa. Sorry. Um. Also, the they uh they've dealt with uh what do you call it downsizing at comedy central like yeah, like yeah. like the daily show in the early aughts was like surrounded by like shows that people were watching comedy yeah. central was yeah. a goal that all yeah. of us probably had at some point it yeah, was south I'm, park I, yeah. daily show it was cool as fuck i haven't yeah. even yeah. cared about being on comedy central yeah. 
five. I times. was on it, and nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I it could be on Paramount Plus. Like, who knows if that's going to be a network? Like, I don't even know what the fuck is happening. But Trevor Noah, welcome on the show. Uh, <laughs> LeBron bought a pickleball team. What the fuck is? Do I need to know what this is? Do I need to know what pickleball is, or is this like an East Coast thing that's not going to come out here? It's, Are you uh, planning on retiring soon? Yes. <laughs> My mom just really got into pickleball. Said it's great on your knees. Yeah. There's some cardio. Yeah, I mean, it's upper, it's upper body. That. It's it's a sport for people that still drink. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> it's the new 16-inch softball. It, it's it's oh yeah. It's oh it's better than that, buddy. You it's, you don't break a finger every uh, third inning. Yeah, it's dexterity. You don't you don't even need uh you don't even need muscle tone in your joints. Is it wiffle ball tennis? What is it? Is yes. it cricket? I have no idea what pickleball it's is. It's wiffle ball I, I tennis, I think. It's wiffle ball tennis. Tennis on a smaller court with a wiffle ball and a harder racket. <laughs> That's funny. I love that it's for, like, old people who are retiring and then also athletes who are 30 because their joints are fucked. Like, that's... <laughs> the Billionaire joke. athlete. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. All right, I think, I, I think I'm going to get into it. I think I'm ready for some cardio in my life. <laughs> uh, Coolio died. What's your favorite Coolio song? I only know what two of them. Yeah, there's two. There's Fantastic Voyage and uh, uh, the other one, Gangsters Paradise. Gangsters Paradise. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I like the originals of each song. Yeah. <laughs> you like Pastime Paradise? Yes, exactly. What's and Fantastic? I, like Fantast- Vo- I think it's just called Fantastic Voyage. Uh, who sang it? Uh, I believe it was. It might be O Ride. I could be wrong on that. I'll, I'll ask Google. <laughs> And by Google, I mean Spotify. <laughs> anyway, anybody have any good? Uh, anybody have anything to say about Coolio, or you want me to move on? I once went and I saw Coolio live. Uh, it was unintentional. I was going <laughs> to the uh, Leftover Salmon, this uh, jam band. Uh, That's the name. Uh, yeah, and it was at a college campus, and then they played, and it was like a real hippie crowd, and it was like one of these college events where they had a bunch of different artists. And then uh, Coolio came on, and he just starts the show. Who's ready to go for a ride? And then a lot of people left. So, oh no! <laughs> oh, they weren't. They weren't uh, there to see Coolio. They thought uh, their I, ride was ready. They thought yeah. the ride. I'm ready. Yeah, their, for the ride. their ride was leaving. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. Who wants leftover salmon over Coolio? Nobody. That's crazy. So it's the drugs. But um, yeah, I st- I I stuck around for a couple songs, and it was, it was as you would imagine. <laughs> he got yeah, he did I get mad at Weird Al, and Weird Al that's a that's a thing that I I don't know if I will like. I think that's kind of weird. Not no pun intended. <laughs> People getting mad at uh, parodies are always great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Paul McCartney and Coolio are the two. Same guy. <laughs> What'd you say, Ricky? When I PA'd at Tosh, I got to he we had him uh, on the show, and I got to prepare the green room for him. And uh, when he walked in, he was he was very nice. He said, "Hey, how's it oh. going?" And I said, "Hey," and then I just kept walking. I love that's all I, it like, takes to be nice. And I wasn't ready to be like, "Hey, what's up, Coolio?" Ooh, I was just like, "I'm doing my job. There's chips in there and the bottles <laughs> of water." <laughs> Sounds like a pretty cool guy. It was pretty sweet. Okay. Cool. And uh, Fantastic Voyage was by Lakeside. 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 Okay. Lakeside. I'm with it. Close to O-Ride. <laughs> Thank you. O-Ride. O-Ride. 
Uh, Lizzo played James Madison's flute, mm. and people freaked the fuck out about it. I'm going to go on the record and say, I've never heard of this fucking flute before in my life. <laughs> this flute means nothing to me. Um, why do you suppose anybody was mad about it? Uh, here, This is the only point that anybody needs to make. She played it well. Yeah. She She's like a classically well. trained flautist. Yes, yeah. Yes. If you have a problem with that, you have a problem with music, you have a problem with learning, and you have a problem with learning music. And you should take your fat, dumb ass back to your fucking cul-de-sac, and you should homeschool your children with no love or joy in their lives, and don't talk to anybody else that might understand uh, what happy things sound like mm. it was fucking great I, I watched that clip i was like I, it, I, it struck me as a kind of a new low in like it was just i mean it's in their commentary like in their what they complain about it was she fucking like gets on the flute and rips the flute like she rips it mm-hmm. i guess they don't understand the backstory is this a flute that people play is no it one's like- touched no. it yeah for like 200 years it's like crystal. It was like part. It was like partly made out of crystal as well, right? Also, mm-hmm. like, what do we do? We need to go. Do we need to dip back into the fucking James Madison's horrible person resume. Like, I know. How, yeah. how, are we? Are we only? Are we only giving these guys credit for the document that our society is founded on, which is significant? People liked his wife Dolly. If Dolly we're Madison. talking about his fucking flute. I'm going to go ahead and say that the very least we can do with it is allowed to be played in public. Wasn't he president when the White House burned down? <laughs> I know he oversaw a lot of atrocities to indigenous people. I know he did mm. that. But I am all for giving uh, historical artifacts to pop stars. I think that's hilarious. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what else do you want to see? This is a fun game. Who, who should get more? Who should get artifacts? I think Britney Spears should get George Washington's teeth. I think that's. <laughs> yeah. They're wooden. See what she does with those. Yeah. I'm for that. I think. I think we should give Sean Hannity the Constitution and watch him have to pretend, <laughs> watch him, and then have it be the Sean Hannity goes over the top, and then absolutely, and then tries to hide the fact that he's furious that he has to take care of this piece of paper. <laughs> I am for it. I, I just thought it was funny that every headline I saw was like that she played this flute, and then people were mad about it, and then I was just like. Okay, this this is one of those news stories where I haven't heard of this thing. I've never heard of a special master, let's say. This and is why we have country music. This yes. is why white people only have country music. This is why white people's churches suck. It's because <laughs> we are devoid of the soul that it takes to make good fucking music. And we don't know it when we hear it. I fucking, you know what I listen to in my car? I listen to gospel music. That's what's up. Because I'm because the white people can't be trusted. <laughs> uh, for I, those of you listening and can't tell by the tone of his voice, Nate can say that. I, the, <laughs> the, the, the only white people that can make music are poor Europeans. <laughs> to, to, to co-sign what Nate Craig said, one of the best things that, that one of the best things that you can watch right now is watch Summer of Soul. Oh my God! Watch, oh. watch Mahalia Jackson. Oh my God! During that, when will, Mavis Staples sings with Mahalia Jackson, I, I mean, wept. Is, of course, I did. Yeah, I did. I mean, it was it was. It's like 
other level. Listen I mentioned that on Burns' podcast, and I got DMs from people being like, that was my, the part that I cried at, too. Well, what's it on? It's uh, on Netflix? Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yeah. So good. So good. If you don't feel like watching the whole thing, just watch Mavis Staples sing with Mahalia Jackson. If you mm-hmm. like, especially since you named gospel music. Yeah, that's a very powerful scene to me as a person who cries at movies. Uh, and not in real life, because I have no feelings <laughs> on, on, except when I watch movies for some reason. Um, okay, so, Suba, I don't know if you like baseball. These other three boys are sports guys. <laughs> uh, question, though. Aaron Judge hit 61 home runs. Is that the record? Mm. No. No. Doesn't he have to hit no. is, Isn't it 62? No, well, it's 76. 72. 72, 72 is, the, sorry. is the Barry Bonds. Yeah. I mean, you know. 70 was give, the McGuire. Give him the AL uh, record, I suppose. I mean, I don't know. It's it, it's so weird because clearly he was on steroids. <laughs> Aaron but, Judge? You know, so. <laughs> well, Aaron Judge might be, too. I, I you know. I think you just have to keep it to bonds and, but he can celebrate, you know, beating Roger Maris's record, the AL home run record. So he can have his little, you know, piece of cake, but yeah, I don't know. It's still the Barry bonds has the record for people listening and don't know what I'm talking about. Barry bonds was on steroids. He hit the home run record. Mark McGuire is on steroids. He broke the home record before that. Aaron judge ostensibly not on steroids tied Roger Maris's record from 1961. The whole time, all these pitchers on steroids. That's also Thank true. You. That's also true. I, it sounds like we need to get this dude on steroids and see what he can do, right? <laughs> I, bet, yeah. I mean, yes. he would fly too close to the sun if Aaron yes. Judge was on steroids. Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge has earned his steroids. <laughs> he has. Barry Bonds earned his steroids, too. Yeah. You got to earn your steroids. You got you to you gotta get to a place where we got to make sure that we want to watch you for the That rest. is... For the, for the last point. 15 years of your career. The back 15. The first 10 years, you have to be really good. Mike Trout. Then we give you steroids. We're like, let's see what he does. <laughs> I, I love that. Like, as your spine is getting smaller, your head just gets bigger as yeah. you age. Like, I lo- this is fun. <laughs> you saw Barry Bonds' head as a rookie versus at the peak of his, like, steroid usage. Oh, my goodness. He looks yeah. like CeeLo at the end of his career. <laughs> oh, no. by, the, by the end of his career, he was as wide as he was tall at the beginning of his career. <laughs> and very yeah, jacked. Um... Okay, Nate, I know you're going to disagree with me on this one. Political question. People are freaking out because Clarence Thomas's wife, Ginny, uh, she thinks that the election was stolen. Mm-hmm. You know who else thought the election was stolen is uh, Hillary Clinton in 2016, right? <laughs> so I I voted for Hillary. I voted again for, uh, for Joe Brandon. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Why are we pretending people didn't think it was stolen in 2016 is my question. I'm not. I did. Okay. I thought that she beat him in the electoral count by the population of St. Louis, Honolulu, Anchorage, Milwaukee, and San Francisco, and Phoenix, and Kansas City, and... He overcame that deficit with 70,000 perfectly placed votes in three states. In Vegas, that's called threading the needle. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
I I mean, yeah, but then why wouldn't he steal the next election if they could steal the election in 2016? He forgot. Yeah, because we because because we mailed in ballots. No, I, they weren't they weren't all on computers. Everyone, just, who, everyone who loses doesn't think they lost. Like it's just it's basically I, I do when my side I do when my side loses when my side wins the popular vote and loses the electoral vote. I am lost. suspicious. I'm suspicious. In fairness, Trump's thing Trump hasn't believed in election since two thousand four. Like <laughs> like his whole except for his own. He doesn't believe elections. That's his thing. I wanted yeah. so badly for him to lose the popular vote last time. He did. I mean, for him to win the popular vote. And oh, lose the oh, electoral oh. Vote. Oh. oh, but then you would say he won the election then? No, no. I would, I would look forward to everybody agreeing that we should get rid of the electoral vote. Oh, right. Vote. Super, what oh, were no, you going to no. say? No. I was, no, I was just going to say like, it's not really an elect, like our, the electoral college is so fucked that I'm like, it doesn't like, oh, they won the electoral. Vote. I'm like, that's nonsense. Like, you may as well say they won shoots and ladders. Like, that's not democracy. I don't like it. It shouldn't be the election. It's like extra fucked. I hate it. When people are like, so we're going to lose democracy. It's like, OK, what, like, <laughs> where do we have it? Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe that's too uh, <laughs> dramatic, but. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I, I don't know why everyone should support the popular vote like hey you're you're a citizen you should vote and whoever has the most votes wins like i i but no parties seem interested in and in, because both parties have been in power and it haven't done anything to change it so i i don't know i i'm not deep enough in it but yeah like why most votes wins it, it seems right. stupid to have it any way yeah I just wanted your reaction to this next yeah. story before we get into. Uh, so this guy in Northern California. The shit that Ginny Thomas was texting Mark Meadows, by the way, is batshit fucking lunacy. What is it? She was saying that she honestly believed that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were being taken to a ship off the coast of Guantanamo Bay and prosecuted as we speak or something with the language <laughs> in her text. And this is on election night or like or three days later when, you know, the tabulations were being, she's, yeah, she was, she's she way was, too close to power to believe dog, stuff like she that. She was picking up conspiracies off of fucking Snapple bottles. Like she was fucking <laughs> she was gobbling up anything people were sending in her inbox. So, so the guy is a crazy wife. Come on. <laughs> you know, right? you know what a crazy woman is like, you know, I mean, uh, you know, sometimes there's, there's good qualities about them as well. <laughs> yeah, Clarence Thomas just likes that freak, you know. You heard yeah. you heard what he t- said to Anita Hill. He likes fucked up shit. <laughs> he likes pubic hairs on coke cans and that whole <laughs> that whole thing that he was into. He's a real freak. That's in a history book somewhere. Uh speaking of text <laughs> messages, what somebody explained the Adam Levine thing to me. Uh what did he get caught doing? He just caught caught cheating on his wife with uh, this Instagram model and sending her like really corny DMs. That's oh, what everyone was making fun of him for. Oh, the DMs but, were like whack. Okay. Yeah, I mean, also he cheated on his wife who was like pregnant and like a model. And then everyone's like, "Oh my god!" Like she was so pretty. I'm like, how ugly would she have to be for that to be okay in your head? Like that's anytime I hear somebody say that, we're like, she was so beautiful. And I'm like, and what if she wasn't? Would you be like, you know what? Good decision, Adam. That, like why? When, why do people? 
when people that. get like pre-fame wives who have like clearly like um people wouldn't be like she's pretty do her, when they get cheated on are people like well totally fine with it are they totally totally fine with it yeah it's so w- women wouldn't say <laughs> shit if Hugh Jackman cheated on his wife <laughs> not a fucking peep out of feminists i did if hear you, that a very jackman, famous if Hugh jackman goes out there and gets his dick sucked not a word <laughs> i no, did i did hear that um dorito based former tonight show host uh cheats on his wife all the time and people are like well, like that's uh kind of how i've heard it but that's from like you know pieces of shit dudes that i know wait dorito based former late night host you're you have, you, have you seen soul. this? Have you uh, have you seen this? Your Dorito reference. Oh, shut up! Have you seen have you seen this? Uh, <laughs> Ew! Oh God, that's an image I didn't want. Does he especially him going? Have you seen this? Is that magic? Oh, he's him pointing at his crotch and being like, "You guys seen this? You guys see? You, you guys aware he's of this?" Denim the entire time. <laughs> he has a special line of condoms just made out of denim. Denim condoms. Okay. You guys seen these? You guys seen these denim condoms? Oh my gosh! I can't. <laughs> my dick's a convertible. <laughs> you guys seen these convertible uh, condoms? Um, I don't like horror movies. Give me a horror movie that I should watch that I would like in October. I mean, the I- classics. Anything you want to say? Midsummer. That's a good one. I have seen that one. Okay. Uh, Hereditary. Ooh, what's Hereditary? It's uh, by the guy who directed Midsommar. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> and it's one of those, the the less you know about it, the better. Okay, cool. It has to do with the family. It's about a family and they're going through some shit. If I get I one jump scare, I will Dude, be pissed. Watch the fucking Dahmer show. Ooh. Did you know that got labeled LGBTQ by fucking Netflix? Somebody there. <laughs> wow is labeling things and yeah i i, I see Super's <laughs> face and what's not touch it i just want to put it out there and then walk they away label like that lgbtq yes. oh my god yeah they, people were like what why did you guys do this and they were like oh why did we do this mark and then he, somebody got fired <laughs> is is get out considered a horror movie uh, i think that's yeah, yeah. have yeah, you seen yeah. i'm assuming you've seen that i've seen that one i also saw nope in the theater and i yelled lisa trager to my wife and, <laughs> and yeah she's in that movie i never saw that yeah, lisa's, never saw in, nope. lisa's in that one lisa's mm-hmm. in a pete davidson movie also um a guy no i'm not gonna do this one uh I want to end by doing. Now I, now I really want to. Know okay, there's a guy. You'll see one? why I didn't want to do it. Okay. There's a guy in Northern California in Chico, who, his roommate died in 2018. Okay. And he's just like, hell yeah, keep him in the back room, forges checks. <laughs> so, his family'd be like, hey, where's like, let's say his name was, Nate. And they're like, have you seen Nate? And then he'd be like, oh, he had to, he was running some errands, I think, for fucking, since 2018. And they're like, I think. He's got long COVID. Yeah. (laughs) He got that long COVID. So no one had heard from this dude in four years. And then his his guys is making excuses for him and forging (laughs) checks while this dude's just dead in the back room. Oh, my God. Here's what I'll say. It's easy to criticize this guy. (laughs) It's very easy to do. 
and some would argue he deserves to be criticized. But this, guy, this guy must be a real piece of shit. If you're dead for four years and nobody notices, this guy, he, may, he probably did people, uh, the society a favor. I mean, come on. You're dead, Mike. You're dead in your house for four years. Nobody fucking notices. Hey, man, when Rob O'Reilly said the N-word on a cruise ship, I was like, Rob O'Reilly, I haven't thought of him in four years is what I said. Oh, my God. That was so fucking crazy. Because I was like, oh, that name sounds familiar. And then I looked up his face and I was like, that guy? It was so wild. I was like, what are you doing? Apparently working. Yeah. 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 How, did, how did I was more shocked he got booked somewhere? <laughs> and you you stay that on a cruise ship, and then you you gotta be on the cruise ship for the. I guess if you're doing that stuff, you you don't care, or you're obviously so fucked up, or whatever's going on with his head. But man, to like try something that edgy, and then obviously it, it didn't go over well, and then you got to sit on that cruise ship. Oh. Man. Yeah. Yeah. What do they say to him? Like, you're okay. You're not performing at the club. Can you also um, not leave your room? Yeah. <laughs> the next seven days. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to remind anybody of what they saw. We're getting a lot of calls. You want to look at the comment cards? Like, <laughs> he gets taken wow. to the next port and then just. And like, actually, drops. we're just going to drop you off in the ocean if that's okay. Just. Yeah. <laughs> It was funny, like, people trying to cancel Rob O'Reilly. It's like, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm down for it, but what can you take away from Yeah. Hey, look, he had a really important gig at a VFW hall coming up. I think we have to. If you're you're banned from Carnival Cruise Line, like, what else is there? We have to acknowledge all of the work he lost hosting weddings. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what are they gonna? They're gonna take away Peachy Keen from him ten years ago at Barbara. Yeah, that's Super Ricky, Nate, and Sean. Please click follow if you enjoy my podcast. I would love it if you would take a second to rate and review it on your favorite podcast platform. That would be very cool of you. There's still more show, but if you want video of this panel. You want to see how the sausage gets made. You want to see all of the cancelable lines and keep track of it for blackmail. You want to see every panel since March of 2020. You want access to my entire Patreon. That's on patreon.com forward slash Brido. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash B-R-I-D-O. Thank you to all my patrons. You keep the show going. You are all going to heaven when you die. Oh my god, I almost forgot. I I did two World Series reviews this week. I'm in the baseball spirit. It's the postseason. I did 1965 and 1966. Those are the final World Series for Sandy Koufax. I got Carly Skrimsky in the pipeline. These are happening again. I was busy writing a book. I have an excuse. Oh, oh. And speaking of my book, my photos for the book are there, and my album cover mock-up is there. That's new this week. Also, I have a link tree in case you need all of my links. I'm Brido on there, too. My Patreon, my album, my Instagram, the show's Instagram, the Twitter, the YouTube, TikTok, everything. And please subscribe to my YouTube. The special's going to drop, hopefully soon, in a matter of months or less. I want you to see it. If you are in Chicago, October 27th, 
Adam Burke is recording an album at the Newport Theater. Go see Adam Burke. He's one of your favorites. He's hilarious. If you want to see me do stand-up, every Wednesday I'm at the Fable and Eagle Rock. Mike and Stacey Holmes are making award-winning burgers. And now every Friday I'm at the Glendale Room for a show called Flagship. You can check those out. Come see me. Come hang out. Okay. We'll get right back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. What is the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle Podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content against each other every week to determine the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins. And at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-bars cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including your boy Brido, to help decide the winners tournament style these guys have fun making fun of themselves and keep their passions for film and tv alive during this podcast tony's a film nerd joel is a music geek and they aren't shy about their opinions listen to the buffer battle podcast anywhere you download your podcast i'm mike bridenstine and i have listened to none taken the ad we've been doing for like two years on Brado's show, it's all based on an inside joke on our show, but it's for listeners that haven't listened oh. to our show yet. Okay. So the joke yeah. is we always start our show with, you know, somebody as listened. a guest and yeah, and I've never listened to none taken. And, right. and they're so, not going to get that. No, they've never got that. <laughs> what an annoying <laughs> commercial. <laughs> what a waste of time. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Neither of us did. <laughs> And then the whole thing ends with these guys fuck, which was like something I said once at the end of a recording, like spastically, like impulsively. Oh, you're not supposed to. I still think that's funny. I like it when the girl says it. uh, Hi, Victoria. This is the best. This is welcome to none taken. This is what none taken is like. (laughs) Wait, did we just do an ad? Is that what you're telling me? I I think that's what I'm going to send him. And who knows? I mean, he's played that for the last two years. Why wouldn't he play this? This is more like what our show is. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys fuck. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys. Uh, fuck. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion of Suba, Ricky, Nate, and Sean. Please click follow. Okay, I want to end by doing song tournament. Some of you have played it before. I take the top eight songs from a specific year, according to the Billboard charts. They are in a tournament. One versus eight, four versus five, three versus six, two versus seven. Decided on by the four of you. I guess that would be the tie-breaking vote. By criteria, that is up to you. If you're like, uh, this one, uh, and then you make something up for why, I don't, I'm not going to be like, well, you said just whatever the fuck you feel like. <laughs> and then argued out amongst you. So, the number one song of 1996 is... Macarena by Los Del Rio. <laughs> That's the number one song. Was the Macarena for the year? For the year, nineteen ninety. Michael Johnson was running the two hundred. Griffey Jr. was crushing <laughs> it, was it there. in yeah. Seattle. <laughs> uh, Bill Clinton was beating Bob Dole, and we were all in the back of a fucking wherever we were doing the uh-huh. dance, the Macarena. That show was huge. Is there a ranking for the decade? Because Macarena's got to be in the top five. Has to be. <laughs> Versus the number eight song, I Love You Always Forever by Donna Lewis. Are you familiar with this song? 100%. No. 
I love you always forever here and far. Oh, that's uh, we together. Oh, Damn. Mike. <laughs> oh. You've got is... the most unbelievable blue eyes <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Same. Yeah. I don't I don't oh, want either of these shit. to win. <laughs> Which one's better? <laughs> I'm voting on the worst one. I'm Macarena, fucking right yeah, or die. I feel like Culturally, I have to support my people and say Macarena. God damn. Yeah, I have to go Macarena. I mean, All that right. took that had a death grip on middle school gym classes for like decades to come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going with the other lady. What was it, Donnelly? <laughs> <laughs> All right, three to one. Uh, Macarena moves on to the next round. The four versus five is Nobody Knows by Tony Rich Project. You guys know this song. This was like, and I'm dying inside, and nobody knows it but me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're doing great with like hitting these notes, yo. <laughs> uh, versus the number five song, Always <laughs> Always Be My Baby by Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. Oh, yeah. Oh, just Mariah Carey. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Just yeah, Mariah Carey. Yeah, yeah. Mariah Carey. I'll, I'll Mariah, Mariah Carey. Mariah. 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 I even question Mariah Carey. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> clean sweep, Nate. Oh, oh, for sure. Okay, Mariah, clean sweep. <laughs> and we'll linger on. That's a good I one. thought there was some weird like feedback loop. I didn't realize he was doing that live. <laughs> we'll do it live. It's <laughs> a good Bill O'Reilly reference. The number three song of 1996. My voice cracked just like it did in 1996. <laughs> uh, because You Loved Me by Celine Dion. Do you guys know because this song? Because You Loved Me. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. right, Ricky. Because You <laughs> You were my strength when I was weak. You were my voice when I couldn't speak. You were my eyes when I couldn't see. You mm. saw the best there was in me. Mm. Versus the number six song of 1996. Give me one reason by Tracy Chapman. Do you guys know this? Oh, song? hell yeah. Tracy oh, yeah. Chapman. I'm going Tracy Chapman. I think it's Yeah, that's a banger, yo. Give me one reason. Give me one reason. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. are, and are you going to around? Nate's crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me one more Tracy Chapman. I want to leave you lonely. <laughs> something, something, something. That's right. You got the vibrato and everything. That that uh, that reenactment there was too good, Mike. You're gonna have to clear the song now. I'm gonna have to clear it with Victoria, I think. Um, who's saying Celine Dion? Psychopaths. <laughs> yeah. Clean sweep for Tracy Chapman. Yes. Clean sweep. Okay, Tracy Chapman moves on. on. All right. This is the one I was confusing it with. The number two song of 1996. One Sweet Day by Mariah and Boys to Men. They were together. Mm. Mm. Versus Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, Crossroads, man. That thing stays with you. We're <laughs> <laughs> thinking about your own mortality as a 13-year-old. <laughs> Suba, do you know do you know these songs? You don't know Crossroads? You don't know Crossroads? Oh, I was very young, but um, 
Oh, that! I know that song, of course. Yeah, I know. And I miss my Uncle Charles, y'all. Should be gone. Of course, that song I know, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, I know what I want to win. I'm just saying. I'm maybe just saying it. I don't want to put that in here. <laughs> I know that Mariah and Boys to Men are juggernauts. Who's saying Mariah Carey, Boys to Men? Me. Nate. Who's saying Bone Thugs and Harmony? I think Bone Thugs and Harmony, right? How, how does the Mariah Carey Boys to Men one go? Because I'm not the biggest Bone Thugs fan. I'm not going to lie. Let me see the exact lyrics of One Sweet Day. One, One sweet day. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's I just remember that part. Yeah, that's right. It's pretty easy. Okay, I'm uh, on. Lyric genius. Mm-hmm. I am a big boys to men guy. Oh, is it like that. sorry? I've never told you. No. Uh Man, I mean, I might just have to go with Bone Thugs out of familiarity. Like, Same. <laughs> that's like, that's the sign right there. I, I That's the, an wow. Ace of Bass song, Ricky. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Bone Thugs moves on to the next round. Oh. <laughs> and I'm going to hit every sign. <laughs> <laughs> What's Nate? Oh, Nate's listening to it. Big year for Mariah. Every year is a big year for Mariah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. Both songs are about heaven. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go Bone Thugs, dog. Bone Thugs and Harmony moves on. No disrespect, Mariah. <laughs> I don't know if we can clear this song, so. <laughs> that was actually also dedicated to uh, Uncle Charles. <laughs> <laughs> One sweet day is she also misses her Uncle Charles, y'all. <laughs> Second round, Macarena by Los Del Rios versus Always Be My Baby by Mariah Carey. Always be my baby. Always, always, always be my baby. Mariah Carey. <laughs> oh. Mariah's in the finals. AKA, you'll never be my Macarena. (laughs) (laughs) Number six versus seven. Give me one reason by Tracy Chapman versus Uncle Charles, y'all. Bone Thugs and Harmony, Crossroads. I'm going to take Tracy Chapman. I was never a big Bone Thugs guy. Sorry, Cleveland. I apologize. (laughs) I love you, Cleveland. Bone thugs. They were never a thing. You know, Rob O'Reilly's from Cleveland. (laughs) Oh, man. Wow, I see what you're doing there. (laughs) I'm going to go Tracy Chapman. I saw her at the Tibetan Freedom Fest in, like, the late 90s. And I I thought she was going to sing, like, Give Me One Reason and do, like, seven different versions of Fast Car. Yeah. She busted out like Elvis covers. Oh yeah. Uh Chuck yeah. Berry covers. Really? Like, Rick's got go. receipts. It's time on the show for <laughs> it's time on the program for okay. Rick's receipts, everybody. <laughs> she, yeah, so she she's not the sad motherfucker I thought she was gonna be. So I'm gonna not go with only, Not only does he know music, not only does he know singer-songwriters, he also gives to charity. <laughs> <laughs> 
every every period of his life consistent. <laughs> Who yep, wants Trace. to make an argument for Bone Thugs? Oh, I'm I'm all in on Bone Thugs, man. They they nailed a certain time and place and just dominated the TRL chart. You know, I, Tracy Chapman. It was fun. I enjoyed moving <laughs> past the first round, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, let's get serious here. Bone thugs are winners. That's great. Suba, what do you got? <laughs> I took I took a fast car out of the first round, and then I had that car stop, and I've got up, and I am now smoking weed with Bone Thugs. Give me one reason she should stay in this tournament. I'm I oh, I'm not I'm like trying to pull up. Give me one reason so I can remember it. Hey, give it to her again. Give me one reason to stay here. <laughs> I'll turn right back around. Oh, I don't want to leave you lonely. But I have something, something else. That's right. That's about basically, that's about true. You can you can vote for my version. It's like, because I know the Bone Thugs and Harmony song. So I feel like if I had to, I would vote for the one I know. But I feel like that's not fair. <laughs> you know? Up to you, though. We got two for Tracy, one for Bone Thugs. If you say Bone Thugs, I got to be the tiebreaker. Okay, then I'm going to say Bone Thugs. So you have to do this. <laughs> bone Thugs is in the finals, baby. Boom. Wow. 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 <laughs> Wow. Give me a to stay on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think Tracy the most votes should gr- win the election, but not on this podcast. Look at me. Tracy Chapman got Grammys, y'all. <laughs> Tracy Chapman got Grammys. You know what I'm saying? That's all good. That's all good. <laughs> uh, Bone Thugs have a great legacy. If you've never heard uh, Crazy Bone on Chameleonaire's track Riding Dirty, I think that I rest <laughs> my case. Oh, it's nice. It's nice. It's been nice being on Rick's receipts. Uh, you, sorry, you guys lost. Uh, Bone uh, Thugs. Bone Thugs does have three Grammys: one for rap performance by a duo group, nineteen ninety-seven; rap album, nineteen ninety-six; and rap performance by a duo group, also in nineteen. That's quick googling. Wow. <laughs> That's winter okay. culture, aka Bone Thugs. Oh <laughs> man, those, those are some. Receipts. Those are some All receipts. Right. Sean's oh, receipts. Okay. Hashtag okay. Sean's receipts. <laughs> I did see Boys to Men who did not advance to the next round in Vegas, and they sang a big block of Motown songs. If you're yeah. ever at in Vegas and you feel like, should we go see Boys to Men? The answer is yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, you always should. yes. The finals for 1996, Always Be My Baby by Mariah Carey. Did I say baby weird? Yes, baby. You did. did. (laughs) Always Be My Baby by Mariah Carey versus Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony. I wish I knew the fucking lyric. She says it will linger on. That's the part that I always uh, say. Mm. Yeah, thank you. I, I got to go Mariah Carey, but I love Mariah Carey, so I'm super biased. Oh, wow. It's okay to be biased. <laughs> I got to go with Grammy Award winning uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Mariah Carey, no Grammys. <laughs> no Grammys for Mariah Carey. Ew. 
old dirty bastard sings with Mariah Carey. Yeah. I gotta go with Mariah Carey. Yeah. Yeah. He and Mariah go back like babies with pacifier. Come on, they'll take the highest. It is over. Thank you, Rick, for taking away Brido's bonus ball. Mariah Carey. Bonus balls in harmony. (laughs) I don't know if 1996 was a bad year for music. Is this based off sales? Sales. But I will say that (laughs) the songs that like you would, if you looked at this list, you'd be like, how the fuck is this song? But this is based on what Americans like. And Americans always like garbage for the most yeah, part. Dude, especially if, in 96. Top if, restaurant of 1996, McDonald's. <laughs> I would have guessed dude. the Rainforest Cafe. Rainforest Cafe <laughs> number two. If you could have downloaded the Macarena, we'd still be listening to it today. <laughs> I feel like that was the baby shark of the 90s, right? It like, was. <laughs> oh my God, it was. That's like every year has... Okay, so the winner for 1996 by a score of three to one. Is always be my baby. Abstaining, abstaining from voting. Doesn't like it. It, Even (laughs) doesn't want to be on record if it didn't matter. Me? Yeah. (laughs) Who are you you voting against, Brido? Bone Thugs and Harmony really makes me happy, and that and Mariah, like I after a while, like I I don't know. That is a fucking great song, though. I gotta yeah. Mm But yeah, I would have voted for. I would have made it. I would have made it three to two, but it still wouldn't have mattered. (laughs) 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 Who has? (laughs) Bring it on. (laughs) Who has plugs? Who wants to plug something? Oh, NateCraig.com. I got a bunch of dates coming up. If you're in Seattle. Portland, Cincinnati, Wilmington, Windsor, Detroit, Grand doing, Rapids, uh, Chicago, Madison, Wisconsin, Peoria, and Minneapolis, Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, okay. Iowa yes. And Davenport, Iowa. Also, Where in Davenport? Uh, I'll be at the, uh, I, don't, I haven't booked yet, but I'll be at the Renwick, Renwick Mansion at some point uh, after the New Year. Aren't you doing Burr shows or no? I am. I'm doing uh, some place in Des Moines. Some bar, some, uh, some dive bar in Des Moines with Bill Burke. Okay, nice. Sounds fun. That sounds fun. Yeah, that sounds really fun. Uh, check out Sports Gambling Podcast. Thank you. Sports Gambling Podcast. There you go. That's it. Oh, I have a plug, oh. but I also think you should watch the horror movie Insidious starring Ethan Hawke. That's another good Oh. One. I've never heard of that. Insidious. Insidious. I'll have to look that up. Now, Ethan Hawke. Now, he had a training day. That's correct. Yeah. He did okay. have a training he was, day. He studied with... Robin Williams, Denzel Washington, Malcolm X himself. <laughs> he said, "Denzel, I, we nobody tell Nate that that was a movie." <laughs> <laughs> Suba, you have anything uh, coming up? Yes, um, if you go to s comedycom it's just s hyphen comedy. Uh, I have an album that just came out called Dog Show, and I also have a web series that I'm releasing weekly. Nice. Congrats on the album. Oh, uh, thank you. Dog show. Yeah. Dog show. Get it. Streaming now. Today. Get it today, right? I think if this comes mm-hmm. out Friday, get it today. Yep. Right. Are you saying Malcolm X was not one of the greatest actors of our generation? <laughs> okay. This is kind of a difficult question for me to answer. I will uh, say also, King Kong also, has nothing on him, is what okay. I'm saying. Uh, 
Uh, new comedy special, Nate Craig Live at the Green Mill, will be streaming this fall. We have not yet finalized oh, where it will be. Nate fucking showed me footage of this. I've never been more jealous of anybody in my life than this special at the Green Mill. I got to say, this looks, <laughs> this looks insane. Hopefully people like it. We're trying to figure out where it's going to go. Okay. To the top, baby. To, to the, the top. top. To the top of us. To the pop of this. <laughs> Right up there, right up there. <laughs> yeah, that's super Ricky, Nate, and Sean. I will tag all of them on Twitter and Instagram. If you don't already, go give everybody a follow on social media. They say word of mouth is the best form of advertising. If you like this show at all, tell other people. You can retweet me. You can tell your coworkers. They say anything else in your new business meeting and you're like oh, one thing uh you guys uh i listen to honk with mike bridenstine and i'm very cool and you guys should listen to it too even i mean it might not go well but that's i mean i'm just spitballing you come up with your own thing and then they'll tell people <laughs> i don't know <sighs> thank you for listening r.i.p michael clark duncan